Hello and welcome to the Three Guys Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Ben. I'm Dixon. And we have another guest. We have Jay back again. Welcome back, Jay. Your move, creep. If his clue wasn't obvious enough, we just got back from seeing RoboCop. Uh, we could have been doing something more productive on Valentine's Day, like trying to get laid, but instead we went to see RoboCop. My hand can wait. <laughs> First of all, if you took your girlfriend out to see RoboCop, you're an idiot. If your girlfriend made you go to RoboCop, put a ring on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, so RoboCop just released. It's the remake to the original series that is trying to do something different with the franchise. Is it any good? Well, we'll get into that in just a second here. Well, I mean, Jay just kind of summed up. It's like, if you're taking your girlfriend to this, well, would you take your girlfriend to this? Would you take anyone to this? Should you go see it? No spoilers. Jay. As a Valentine's Day date movie, no. But that's that's a given. Yeah. Because this is not a date movie, I think, at all. No. Even what with their attempt at, a, you know, they have to cram in that love story in there somehow. Yeah. Why does Hollywood do that? <clears throat> I, I don't know. It's the big thing now. Yeah, everything's got to have a love story. I'm just surprised it wasn't a triangle. They have so many bloody love triangles in movies when they don't need to be. That would have been weird. Very it would have been very weird. Father Free, would you see it? Or would you recommend it to someone else? Because you you're the big fan of Robocop, of the... Uh, of the four of us at this table. Yes, well, I mean, you know, RoboCop was that father figure that most of my generation, you know, you know, goes Optimus Prime, RoboCop, He-Man, Lion-O, right? I mean... Okay. Going into this, I had to see to see what they did. I wanted to see where they took it. My biggest thing, I think it would have been a better movie if they had called it something else. Just because if you enjoyed the original RoboCop, it's best left on its own. This is something completely new and different. You don't think that the comparisons it would draw to RoboCop would make it, well, this is RoboCop with a different title. Well, I mean, there is that, but I think people would have had more love for it if it was something completely new. Okay. On the subject of that, this wasn't in 3D, technically, uh, but it wasn't IMAX. Would you pay IMAX prices to see this? No, it didn't need to be. It'd just be fine watching on your own TV. Uh, as for me, I'm the... Uh, I'm going to guess right ahead of time that I'm the less venomous one of the four of us. I actually do think this movie is worth seeing. I don't know if I'd pay theater prices for it, and I definitely wouldn't see it in IMAX, and Dixon's already mad. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll get your turn, Dixon, just, yeah. just hold on. Is it a horrible movie? I don't think so. I'd recommend it, but again, not for IMAX. Ben? Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Glad it wasn't 3D. IMAX wasn't necessary. Though the D-Box might have been interesting. But still too expensive. Always is. Would I recommend it? To certain people. To most, probably not, but to some, yeah. But you wouldn't recommend it in general? Like... <sighs> it's kind of a 50-50 flip here. I mean, Right down the middle. Yep. Just like the voters. Or you're very on the fence of whether or not you would? Yeah. Okay. Our first ever on the fence... That sounds like a not recommendation to me. If you can't, if it's if it's like, if it's not, to I'm be not fair, sure, no, it's a recommendation with a warning. That is my statement. A recommendation, go see it, but with a warning. Well, here's a warning. I saw this movie, so you don't have to. I've already wasted my time and my money on this. I've seen movies that I've hated more, but I've there's things that I might want to watch again. This, no, there's nothing about this movie I want to see ever again. I like the poster. It looked like something from like a '90s anime. It did, didn't it? No, this I would not recommend this. I guess and if it comes on Netflix, and Judge Dredd isn't there, then sure. 
If Judge Dredd is there, well, then watch Judge Dredd like five times. Even the Sylvester Stallone one, but uh, not this Robocop. Yeah. I don't think that, so. I, I, I don't agree with your Venom, but there it is. Okay, now we're going to venture into what little spoiler territory we do. And normally, we, don't, we try not to do spoilers, but in this case, it's a little hard to spoil anything because it's Robocop. It's a sequel to a 30-year-old movie almost. Yeah, the original came out, I believe, in uh, 1987, so... That's what the Wikipedia tells me, but we all know how trustworthy Wikipedia can be. Mm -hmm. So, it's a nearly 30-year-old movie, so if you don't know what it's about or you haven't seen it, we can't really spoil it for you. There's a a time limit of when spoilers are relevant. It's called Robocop. There's a robo and there's a cop. Oh, spoiler, it's the same guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's probably the biggest spoiler. At certain points in the movie, after the beginning, he's the same guy. Mm Mm-hmm. But what's, the one thing I do want to bring up is, and this is, again, something we don't normally do in the case of remakes, but I feel it's worth noting to talk about what this film does differently. One of my big pluses for it is that it actively takes the story of Robocop and turns it to a different... It doesn't try to tell the same story twice. Like, the same beats are there from the original Robocop movie. I can see them. But the overall story, the way it's presented, is differently. It's not a robot trying to recover his memories. It's a man fighting not to become a machine. Just to kind of broad stroke it. They definitely took a hard left turn there when the writers decided to rewrite the story of of, uh, Alex Murphy becoming RoboCop. In the original, within the first 15 minutes, bang, we're going to make RoboCop. This one, you know, they developed more character of the, of Murphy. yeah. Um, we were introduced to his partner. They've changed that. It's, it's still Officer Lewis. It's now a man, and he's black. Not there's anything wrong with that. It's just another complete. Versus a white female. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's literally um, the polar opposite. The the setting of the first to the new one are almost two different Detroits. In '87, Detroit was pretty much a demilitarized zone. Yes. In this one, it's your average crime plague city. You wouldn't know the difference between now and whatever is slightly ahead in the future that the film is. No, I think real life Detroit is more closer to the '87 one. Probably at this point, but I've yeah. never been to Detroit, so I don't know. Well, I mean, it went bankrupt, just like the just like the Detroit in the original RoboCop. Yeah. So, so they're they're it's a self fulfilling fantasy. So yes. life imitates <laughs> art. Damn. But I gotta give the film credit because remakes don't normally do that. When it's a remake, it's usually a shameless cash grab to tell the same story again because, hey, we want money, and this is how we do it. People are forgetful. People are very forgetful. So I give this film credit for wanting to take the story in a different direction. Does that make it on par, at least? I don't I don't think it's better. Well, it's obviously not better. On par, no. Original is better. We're not going to say that for the end. Well, no. Okay. The, the original... I haven't seen the original in a, in a long time. I'll admit that. But even I can recall the original film was just... It, it was better. It's hard to say it any differently than that. It, it always benefits to me of having like a physical suit, having practical effects, looking real, feeling real. But even just beyond that, it's got that certain something to it that I'm not smart enough to understand. It's one of those films that people have dissected for like, oh, it, it's, it symbolizes this, it symbolizes this. But to me, I just enjoy the film. And I think just on an action movie standpoint... It's better than the original, than the remake. What I think the biggest difference here is, especially with movies nowadays, back a few years ago, you had shoestring budgets, and you had to do a lot more with less. Mm-hmm. So the directors had to get really creative on how to pull stuff off. And still be able to afford cocaine. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, nowadays, it's like, oh, we want him to leap really high. Great, we got a computer to do that now. Beep. Done. You know, in the original RoboCop, every time you sit in the car, he's not wearing pants because he couldn't fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're telling me physical tell- limitations. Yeah, yeah. Of, of the physical suit, which doesn't surprise me because every shot, thinking back of RoboCop in that original movie, you don't see his legs very often. I suspect that's the reason. No, Whenever I- they want him to move, it's all waist high. We uh. could sit here all night and, and draw on the differences between '87 and 2014 RoboCops. Yeah, this was a new story. In, in my opinion, this was take everything you know about RoboCop from the first three, put that on the shelf. You know, let that uh, age, remember that, enjoy it. Go watch this one. Like I say, this movie could have been more well-received, I think, if it was like Crazy Cop Cyber Robot movie. Like, or, like okay. Cyber It's SWAT. a working title, okay? I, I like the working title. It's something we'll have to uh, roundtable later because it sounds like the Chinese knockoff. Yeah. I can't wait for the Asylum version. Yes, I can't <laughs> wait for the Asylum version to jump all over this one. Uh, I don't know what they'll call it. Cop robotic Robo? cops. No, they'll probably call it Cop Robo. Robot Cop? Robot Cop. There it is. Because there's no cop. imagination. Yes. <laughs> See, there's a lot of cool stuff happening in this movie. Like, the story wasn't terrible. Um, oh. I could have done without the fabric softener of the wife and kids getting involved. But they had to make it, you know, a little touchy-feely. Yeah. Well... In the family-friendly kind of way. Yeah. Um... Don't make it perverted if you don't have to. No, that sex scene, like, this is, like, straight up, this is PG, and it's got, like, kind of, like, pretty much a sex scene. Very close to one. Almost She, she takes and, her and shirt off. That's... And the original Cup is, like, rated R, almost rated X. Yes. I mean, by today's standards, it's a bit tamer, but it's a lot more... Gruesome? More surreal. Oh. More, more visceral. The violence is more visceral. Here, this is PG-13. There's a lot of bullets, air quotations, going off. He, I forget which gun is his taser because it's just a black mask pistol. in his hand. I think it's just his, his default yeah. pistol. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Which, they said a bunch of stuff. It seemed to shoot whatever bullets he wanted. But I don't like it Judge like Dredd's when a remake or a sequel is like a, a less of a rating than the original. That kind of bothers me. It feels like they're just did kind you of ever, like dumbing it down. Did you ever see the Total Recall remake? No. It, it too kind of did the same thing. I watched it uh, with my roommate uh, a couple months back and... It, to be fair, that's the sequel that doesn't need to exist here because it doesn't try to tell a different story. It changes things, but it's the same story. At the very least here, this one's trying something different, which is the only point I can really defend without question. But speaking of the group, the, there is one part in this movie that I know cannot be com- done in the original movie. It's the Cronenberg body horror scene that freaked me out. No, they could have done that. Oh, they could have easily done that. But they didn't, is the point. Okay, so what did you think of... The head, lungs, hand. Okay, I'm. Yeah, I've, I'm had, I've, I've had a chance to gestate on this, and I know Ben's going to say this if I don't. I do agree. The hand is stupid. Thank it's you. ridiculous. The, even when he takes them apart, it just shows it's a hand, no arm. It would have been fine if there was an actual whole arm under the armor, or just like kind of half an arm <laughs> up to his shoulder. Something and the like fact that? that they show that his arm, his that arm did survive, but they decided. To, like in the original, they're just like, ah, his his left arm's okay. Should we keep it? Nah, cut it off. We don't need that. Here, it's like the same thing, except they don't say anything, and they just inexplicably keep his hand. Yeah, the hand thing didn't bother me at first when we saw it in the trailers. I'm like, whatever. It, it's Fuck just the a hand. Shit out of me. But no, what they did with it in the movie, because the movie does have one scene, is to me at least, Cronenberg level body horror, 
where in order to prove to uh, Murphy to prove to Murphy that he's not dreaming, he's still alive, and he's basically all robot, they take his body apart in front of him. That would freak me the hell out. To watch someone take my legs off, take my arms off, to reveal this beating cavity. It's got my lungs and my heart underneath it. A tube no, and my have brain. a heart. No, he's got a heart under there. You can see it. You can hear it beating. No, because he even says, if I had a heart, you know, it'd be racing He's got right a now. pulse. He, yeah, can't feel, he can't feel his pulse. Oh, he doesn't okay. have a heart Because his wrist isn't yeah. attached to anything. Fair <laughs> enough. There's no feeling in the head. <laughs> the Cronenberg horror movie scene, that's kind of like a, uh, a nod to... Robocop 2. Did that, they do that in Robocop 2? That was uh, the arch villain in Robocop 2. He ends up being put in a cyborg body, except that's all they put in. Is his brain and eyeballs. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah that was. Really mean looking eyeballs. He's... Yeah, they, he was angry. Well, he would be. Because yeah, they can't blink. Well, and that he was murdered. That, that would yeah. affect my day, too. Mm-hmm. But, no, well, it's a good scene. Just practical effects. In the first one, when he takes off his helmet, it's, it's his head. And yeah. it's like all these cybernetics behind him. It looks pretty good here. Yeah, you see his brain, but I can't get over the fact that it's obviously that metal bit isn't attached to his chin. It's obviously him wearing a helmet. Yeah. That really bothered me because it's like every time it like moved, it was kind of like... It was a little separate from the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, like you couldn't have used some... Um, Black latex rubber to make it Yeah, like or whatever that uh, glue is called. They use for like domino masks. Okay. I, oh, I, uh, uh, spruce gum? Yeah, spruce gum. Yeah. You can use some, some spruce gum or something. Like it just looked... It bothered me more than the hand, because the hand I thought I'd be focusing on, I didn't focus on it. Because once right. they revealed, it was just like, well, whatever, it's just... They didn't make a big point. That was another thing, too, the reveal. It's like, bang, here's Robocop, enjoy. There was no build-up. There was no... I mean, it was more suspenseful. Assembling, repairing, or anything like that. Making him the body. They didn't do the, we can rebuild him scene. Yeah. Or they, the... they led up to it, Yeah. and then they didn't do it. I mean, in the scene where they're, you know, in the sports medicine facility... Yeah. And with the all the cool cybernetics, like that was cool. That was interesting. The like, guy playing the guitar. The dude playing the guitar. The guy running around is like mm-hmm. yeah, like the amputee center. It's just like there's some. It's it does look really good. Mm-hmm. It, and it, it's stuff like that helps you immerse you in the environment. Like you feel like you know what's going on, right? They try to do that with the Novak report. You know Samuel Jackson basically being a black Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, I'm bothered by the fact like in this movie they're talking about. They can't have uh, drones on U.S. soil. That, that's what they're trying to get around. Yes. So they have this cyborg. At no point is he shown to be any better than the robots. The robots are better literally in every respect. Even him solving his own case is due to the fact of technology, not his own ingenuity. They don't show him do any kind of crime solving. Well, no. Which, the original RoboCop, that wasn't an issue. He just shot people or, <laughs> or apprehend. He just apprehended people. He was doing street justice. Yeah, yeah pretty much. He wasn't much. solving crimes. In this, it's just like he hooks up to a bunch of computers. Like that scene where he's running against the, the drone. He doesn't do anything creative. No. I thought they were going to focus on, oh, but look at the compassion. Like, I thought he'd, they'd show him consoling the, the people in the simulation. I think See, I thought for a second there, there was going to be a kid with a knife. Now, we know from earlier on what happens when you confront, when a kid with a knife confronts a drone. ED-209. Yeah. There's a lot bop, more. Bop, 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 bop. He gets blown right. away. I was thinking the kid's going to have the knife and RoboCop's going to talk to him. Put down the knife, kid. I, I, I suspect that's what they wanted to do initially and then someone in writing or some sort of executive nixed that. Mm-hmm. Because it looks like that scene wants to play up the humanity aspect yeah. of it. But instead, the thing they focus on is the corporate side of it where he's just not as fast as the machine and that's mm-hmm. what they want. Or um, versus uh, Maddox there, who's kind of like his... The field tester, Maddox, right? So I thought... 
like when they were running him through the simulation to like that drill that he would do something like the the chip overpowers him he doesn't get to do anything creative and I thought later in the movie like Maddox sorry Maddox, yeah. can't do anything to me because he's gonna play like the simulation and I know how to fight these drones and he would do something that like he dropped to his like knees or something and blast him because he can't lift the gun yeah like something different but it, it doesn't do anything like that no it's stuff like that that feels really missed and. Well, let's talk about some of the side characters because I actually... The acting, I guess, and the characters? The acting of a lot of the side characters. Um, We have Michael Keaton as the big bad CEO of Omnicorp, which is not OCP. Not yet. Not yet. They're working on that. They imply that there is an OCP. They do apply it, but they're two different companies at the moment. Well, didn't they say it was a parent company? Yeah, the parent parent company is OCP. Omnicorp is a division of OCP. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is, we're focusing just on Omnicorp here. Uh, Michael Keaton, this role was initially written for Hugh Laurie and, like, Dr. House. And I guess he backed out at some point. Did Michael Keaton seem bored to you at at any point? Like, he wasn't trying? He was trying to do, like, his... He was kind of doing a Kevin Spacey feel to him, you know? Maybe as they've gone older, they look more like each other. Maybe. But he just... uh, He didn't do a whole lot for for the role. To me, he didn't come off as dirtbag corporate America, profit-driven monster. Or, or I actually an idealistic, like visionary. He just came off as like a guy. Yeah. I actually yeah. think that the, uh, the to counter that one point there, I actually think this version of a, the, the corporate guy spinning everything in his favor, I think that's I think that's a moder- better modern representation of the greedy corporate scumbag. Mm-hmm. He has yeah, a nice yeah. face to it, but the further you get, the further you get into his character, the worse it's revealed. I don't think like this. That's just the way the character's written. I think yeah. Michael Keaton kind of he kind of flubs it because I don't think he cares enough. Like I think he's just there to earn a paycheck, and nothing more. He's not like Gary Oldman, who I actually kind of think steals the show on this one. Was Doctor? Uh, oh, he's the Doctor Norman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Now Gary Oldman steals the scene anytime he's in a movie yes. because he's Gary Oldman. That's what he does. And you know, what, like I actually. Th- Listening to well, watching his performance, he's in it for. He's in it for the craft. He's in it to get the money to help people. Well, no. Uh, what I mean to say, he's his performance in there shows that he wants to be there. He wants to portray this character. Like he had some really good scenes. It's a good character. <clears throat> I, I think the ending's a little weak for his story, but yeah, I think the character of a of a scientist who's just trying to save lives. And how he gets sort of corrupted by corporations, I think that's a really well-told story. And I do like the the slow descent the character falls. Mm-hmm. And well, I think the ending's a wee bit of a cop out because he never has that moment where it's just like, why am I? Do-? He never has that moment on screen where it's just, why am I? Why am I selling out? Have I really changed that much? Mm-hmm. That well, makes no, him change his it, mind. The thing is, the reason why he did that is because it was evil for the greater good. Because <laughs> he knew he could get all this money to help so much more people advance the science. He knew he was doing wrong, but he knew, you know, one wrong could save thousands. He didn't see it wrong initially. That but, too. It wasn't so wrong back then. Later on, he realized... worse and worse as he's like... But you can sort of see the characters sort of he he teases that potential to fall down that route mm-hmm. of being another guy who you know all the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, yeah. And, and they just don't they just don't do it. And then there's that off-screen redemption where all of a sudden he's trying to save the day, which I don't like because again I feel there needs to be a scene there where he does have this moment of realization where mm-hmm. this is wrong. Like 
this is not how I should do things. Alex Murphy does not deserve this. This is perversion of my science. Something, anything. They just don't do it. Yeah, because otherwise, it's, without that scene, everything he does is really, oh, he bored me. Most of the performances in the movie were kind of like, eh. It's a no lot. One was, no one was good. Hmm. I, I don't think that any, anyone was particularly bad. I think, again, Gary Oldman kind of stole the show. No, no one was. That's what hmm. Nothing is. I didn't find anything particularly bad or particularly good. Well, I did find bad things, but there's nothing redeeming about anything in yeah. it. I, I did enjoy the, the acting. It, it was fun to see the performance of uh, the marketing dude there. What's his name? Uh, Hiccup. Jay Barrichell. Jay Barrichell. Yeah. That was um, neat to see him. I, see, that felt like a character out of the original Robocop. The Just, sleazy spin doctor marketing guy. Like I yeah. could, the, the, yeah. greasy, the greasy businessman. Mm-hmm. And I could see him show up in a sequel. Yes, if they do do a sequel, which is probably only a matter of money at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, and there's like, what's her, what's her bitch is like kind of... The assistant the, to... The, I called her the corporate lawyer. Yeah, the corporate oh. lawyer. She's kind of... Like, that's very... That is straight out of the original RoboCop franchise. Yeah, she's... That character. Yeah. Yes. That's almost a copy of the corporate lawyer in number two. The psychologist lady. No, not the psychologist lady. There was, like, the corporate lawyer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's his name? He was on, I think he was on Law and Order for a while. No, he yeah. did Star Trek. Oh. So, I know... The, the wife and kids. The wife and kids kid. are... The wife and kid is an interesting addition to the story because it again ties into the human versus machine story here it wouldn't have worked in the original movie so i'm glad they're not there really they almost had a moment in the movie where like he's looking at his murder scene i thought they're going to show him like he's going to see himself flatlining because that's the thing in the original he died in this yeah Yeah. in this one he does not die that's a big difference and they never really address his in the franchise it's he never, like, talks to his wife, except for once, and he's just, like... She touches his face, and she's like, it's cold. It's like, they made this to honor him. Yeah, in the, in the original trilogy... It's not... It's the not. wife has a total of, what, three lines? Yeah, I think so. Sometimes. And then we never see her again. But in the novel... He's stalking her sometimes. Yes, in the novel, she she doesn't even get mentioned. It's like, where's my wife? Oh, she went to Mars. Because in the book, they, they go to Mars. Fair enough. But, but I know I know Dixon's got some other points and some stuff he hates. We'll get into the other bad stuff. Because these are some of the things I think were, were really solid. Again, I, I know you didn't like the acting too much. I didn't mind the acting. And again, I think Gary Oldman stole the show. Maybe by well, default he, because it's Gary Oldman. Yeah. But I mean, uh, out of all the acting, though, he was the best. Whether or not that was high quality is different. Well, I think definitely uh, it was the, uh, the one of the stronger parts of this movie. If there was a strong part, was it the fact it went in a different direction with the idea of Robocop. It definitely went a different way than the original, and I do appreciate that. But, so what are some of these other things that you, uh, as you described, uh, brought violent venom? Well, no, like some of the secondary characters, like the partner. Lewis is an important part of the original, and I hate to keep going back to the original franchise, but this Lewis does nothing. This partner doesn't have a whole lot of effect. He saves him once. Yeah, near, near the end there. But, but it's just, he's not really a factor. Well, in this one, Lewis is a bullet magnet. Yeah, he gets yeah. shot like twice. Twice, yeah. yeah. He survives. Um, the chief, she came off like a scumbag, but there was a reason for that, so I liked that. The chief was not mad. And uh, I can see why she was getting antsy about uh, him solving cases. Wink, wink. The guy that actually ends up purging the- Murphy... This Valentino or Valentine or whatever his name is. Oh, the, uh, the, the, the drug kingpin there? Yeah, oh, like, that whole... That's all wrapped up very nice and tidy. Very boring. <clears throat> like, you know, in the other one, it's more interesting him going after his killer. Yes. It's Red Foreman. And there's yeah. a better dynamic of the two characters, uh, Red Foreman and the CEO of Omnicorp, working together. 
here, maybe I was in the bathroom, but I missed where that connective leave they, went. They're not. There, there was there no was Okay. There was a connection to the dirty cops. That was it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a long link chain, but okay, I yeah. see that now. Long oh, really? He kind of went to the guy that admitted who it was. And he told, asked him where he was. No, no, I saw that. And... Yeah, no. I meant the connection from the gangster to the CEO. You call it a long link chain. I call it they were holding hands. I mean, that's how, that's how uh, suspenseful and intriguing it was. We all knew. Yeah. Well, we all knew. Yeah. But... Again, I think the dirty comes... cops were obviously dirty cops. Like, but I think that's where we get. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's that connection to make. Like, the and CEO he's not particularly good either. I thought he, if he had been crazy, I would have appreciated it. Can't do. But crazy apparently, no more, if man. you can't do a, you can't do a crazy drug kingpin. You have to be really underplayed because Samuel Jackson's there doing all the crazy work, mm-hmm. buddy. Yeah, he was really boring. He got blown away real quick too. Yeah. Was one of the dirty cops named Duffy? No. Damn, they think... missed a nod to the series. All right. Yeah, because there was a dirty cop named Duffy. And yeah, yeah. He got open heart surgery without stage. Yeah, too. Let's, how about the visuals and, and the action scenes? Ah, uh, yes, the visuals. That's the one thing I think is worth thinking about. What did you think about. of Robocop? I'm a little annoyed that they went with the black armor for a majority of the movie, considering they tease us with a relatively well done redesign of the original. Yeah, I like the original look of it, like in this movie. Like when they first show it, I'm like, that looks good. And I know they're going to go with Because it, like, it looks like the original armor, but, but slimmer, because, you know, that's. That's how our technology looks these days. Mm-hmm. I had no problem with it. When they turned in black, I was like, this isn't really necessary. You lose details. But it, the thing is, I know details? why they did that, because that is realistic now. Everyone I, I, sees, you know, black and slim, and they go, oh, it's tactical. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, think, no one likes the old silver. But black isn't tactical. I think, to be no. fair, it just made the, um, the camera work and computer stuff easier to handle. And it certainly gives us something to separate it from the original. Oh, probably. It's, Even though yeah. he does eventually go back to the normal-looking armor. But he's not doing any action. It's just him. Oh, it's, yeah. It's just more tease. But, I mean, I do understand why they did black. It's because blurring black, you see Jack. Yeah, the one fight scene, they, make a, they go out of the way to like make it pitch black in the warehouse. Yeah, if I want to watch like muzzle flashes for like three minutes... I, I watch just... a lot of the dark. Well, I was, I, just, I just watched footage from Operation Desert Storm where it was just all muzzle flash. You never saw any war. It was like, ah, muzzle flash is everywhere. Fair enough. Yeah. I found the action scenes very boring. It's just him running in. He's It's like Captain America for me. It's just like he doesn't use his brain. He doesn't use his heart. You know, they, 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 make a, they assume. And he just kind of runs in and does stuff. They, they kind of make a point of that, though. But I do agree that the action scenes are very... Forgettable. Uh, under Forgettable and underplayed. Again, I... They're I, just I, in warehouses with people above him. And him shooting, like, perfectly. Well, the first one, I understand why it was kind of underdone, because the robots were meant not to hurt him, really. How do they all know his weakness, too? Shoot him in the face? No, no, they're just like... Oh, 50 caliber 50 or larger. 50 caliber or larger. It's just like, they just straight up knew that. Which is crap. And it's the way they said it, too, that makes me just feel really weird. Well, it comes through the connection with the dirty cops, right? Like, how, the, how the hell do these two dirty cops know? Did the chief tell them? Well, I the guess. chief was in on the take. Yeah, it's still. It's See, what, they would never have told the chief that in the original. The chief didn't know anything in the original. Chiefs never know anything in the original. In the original, no. we never saw the chief. It was always that crabby old desk sergeant who was like telling that people that his client, that the lawyer is scum and his client is scum, and that scum is the sees the judge on Monday morning. Yeah, that is the chief. No, he was the lieutenant. Anyway, yeah. Although was hard when to they tell. first started that scene, I thought I was playing Call of Duty. Yeah. A lot of the fight scenes that do have that first-person video gamey look to them. Yeah. Especially when, at the end of the movie, he fights not one, not two, but three Ed 209s. 
at the same time. Mm-hmm. To that be was fair, the he's most do- interesting part. To be fair, he that was he does almost, he does basically lose to the three of them. He can't take all of them on. He's not invincible. No, no, but he took out two of them. And the third well, one kind of buggered him up. But he was actually pretty tactical about that. I'll give him that. I'll give him this movie one thing too. It makes sense that these things started as like as for war zones, like the 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 Eds. And the drones started in war zones, and then they're trying to get into the domestic market. Because in the original, it's opposite, which doesn't make any sense. An yeah. Ed 209 makes no sense domestically. No. But make it as something that's wandering the streets but, and say Iraq, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. And then trying to, like, it makes sense to go the other way. It makes, this movie, it definitely makes more sense than the first one for that. Going from war to civilian, not civilian to war. Yeah, because, like, Ed 209 has no police application. War is an application? Yes. And that's what they should have. Why didn't they just go straight well, for that? <laughs> They never give an explanation for that in the original. Detroit is yes. a war zone? Uh, ED-209, Urban Pacification Droid. Because they needed to basically pacify all Detroit so they could move in to build Delta City. Yeah, that was, I guess, that's that was the that explanation for that. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. That was a whole subplot throughout the franchise was Delta City. Yeah. Okay, so I think at this point we're going to try to wrap this up. I think we've, uh, we've set our major pieces. Uh, unless you guys got anything else to add. No. Okay. Your venom glands clear? Well, not a whole lot of venom, but just... Only <laughs> action sequences. Very fast, very blurry, very and shaking. very violent camera shaking. Yes. Especially yeah. the first, um, not like the non-Robocop one in the beginning. At one point they show a guy going through the back alley and into the restaurant. I thought it was one of... I thought it was Murphy leaving the restaurant going to the back alley. It's so shaky, it's not until he gets shot that I realize, oh wait, that was a guy going the opposite way that I thought. And it was almost like a go like, cam. It was so, you know, quick action, blurry, shaky. You couldn't actually tell what was going on. The rest got better. I will say the rest were better. Yeah. But everyone's a really bad shot in this world. Well. Except for the ED you know, 209s. Going, and going back to the visuals. Okay, Robocop, classic trademark, leg holsters. We saw that one. Once? Yeah, in the yeah. beginning. That's that it. it. Yeah, your visor comes down, you get to pull out your gun. What was his trademark move? Spinning the gun, holstering it, out the window. Man, they, they just didn't want to CG it. I really think that's all it is to it. And also, like, I couldn't tell what his guns looked like at all, because I just saw these pieces of black in his black and not black hand, but it was so dark it looked black anyway. It certainly and going like this. It certainly didn't have the uh, iconic thing that the Peacekeeper had. Okay, so going into... We'll go to the rating now, because I think this is the best place to go here. Uh, I'll let, say, uh, Dixon go first. We're going to start at the opposite end. Yeah, it's good to start with me, yeah. I was just checked out for this. Like, the build for Robocop, too long. The fight scenes, too blurry. Not Like, I'm sorry, they weren't violent enough. This is a PG-rated movie. I get it. Why could we made it R? Is it so wrong to make an R-rated action movie? Am or I, even like... Like, oh, it's taser shot, so he's not really killing people. It's like, that doesn't make it violent. I don't know. No, one's getting get thrown, no one is being thrown through, like, a pane of glass... Well, one guy gets pulled through a car window, but I was just... He didn't have any good one-liners. This movie didn't have, like, the wit, the satire of the original. There's a issue they bring up here, but the issue isn't really about robots versus man. It's about, like, what we're doing, what the Americans are doing, like, in Iran, in Iraq, and, like, war zones, but that's only the beginning, and it's kind of gone very quickly. There's no real deep political statement this movie has, like the original. Yeah. It's not about corporate greed. We just know that corporations are greedy. And they're bad. 
Because they're Because they're bad. Because yeah. corporations are bad. That's all because of Reaganomics. Yeah, the Republicans <laughs> are bad because they like guns. I, this movie had nothing interesting other than the fact that it tried to beat him in Robocop. And I'll give it points for that. But I can't recommend this. I wouldn't even really... There's no spectacle of how terrible it is either. That's that's where it fails too. It could have been so much worse. It'd be redeeming almost maybe. So bad. This it's isn't good. even a comedy. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing for me to go watch this movie again with. So I I'm gonna give it a four. I mean, that's the nicest I can be to it. If that's you have you... brain damage, you know, like maybe that's like four is that's a passable. I'm not good at maths. Four out of ten. We we get it. Dixon. Two out of five. We get it, Dixon. That's why we do it this way, so you can break down the math. A sixteenth out of an inch. Now you're just being crazy. <laughs> but no, I... How about you, Ben? You know what? I, I'm going to say this. It suffers from Silent Hill movie syndrome. As a movie, it's not bad. As a RoboCop movie, it's pretty bad. So... And it was, what in particular makes it so bad to you? It's just... They just grab characters and throw it in together. Because they don't have any, there's, no, there's no chemistry. There's no super chemistry. I mean, yeah, they got the whole family thing in the beginning there, and the, you know, and the buddy cop in the beginning, whatever, you know. But there's there's nothing super special about that. It a lot of it just seemed like filler half the time. I mean, you didn't totally even see RoboCop till over an hour in. Was it really over an hour? Yes, just and, about. And yeah. it's not much of a build Makes, either. What build? No. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's just you know he's gone. And, you know. Yeah, it's, it kept him waiting, you know, Superman here, and here's fucking Robocop. And the thing, too, his reaction, you know, when he, when he gets disassembled apart there, I mean, he freaks out a little bit, but, I mean, any sane person would be screaming. That's, that's uh, the... uh, uh, in his defense, he did shed a single tear. It's, the thing is also, so, he's supposed to be, like, calmer, that was the big deal, is, like, we need someone in check of their emotions... And they just suppressed the crap out of that anyway. So why didn't you get the crazy SWAT guy with no legs? I'm just... Well, it was that whole plot thread goes away. The idea was, as I understood it, is that they needed someone with, with a check and control in their emotions because they didn't know what was going to happen when they started plugging computer parts into a dude's brain. He almost strangled... The doctor. The doctor the first time he goes online. Yeah. He almost shoots his like the chief in the face. Yeah. This guy's not in check. No, it's he's impulsive. That's why he got in trouble in the first place because he went off on his own with his partner to do unauthorized police work. Yeah, it seemed kind of like not quite what they originally wanted. They just they just saw you know a corpsicle and were like, yeah, we can use this guy. Yeah, oh, his his brain schematics are better than the other guys. Okay, uh, so what would you rate it then, Ben? You know what? If I don't think about it as totally a RoboCop movie, I can give it a five. Okay. Five to Robot Cop. <laughs> the movie. Silent knockoff. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'll go next here. Um, I didn't see the original relatively recently, as I've mentioned before. And seeing, I, I, I dreaded this one when I first saw the original trailer. I mean, from fourth degree burns, which, as I discovered later, was in fact a real thing. It's newly. Newer than I was. Uh, between the fourth degree burns, the black armor, hand, the, the hand. Shameless celebrity cameo because I really that's what I consider Samuel Jackson's role in. I here. didn't even realize yeah. he was in it or Jay Barrichell until I like kind of looked it up. Like I was reading a review and it's just like, oh, Samuel Jackson's in it. That's didn't realize that. Gary Oldman's not even mentioned in the trailers, and again, I think he's far and away the most interesting part about the movie. I don't remember seeing him in any trailers, but I only saw the one, so who knows? But the point is, when I saw the trailer for this movie initially, 
I, I gave it the Green Lantern Syndrome. I expected a train wreck. What I ultimately got out of the movie was maybe a three or four car pileup. In retrospect, that's probably not a good. That does not. That's not a good comparison because that it's a bad metaphor. But it's the best one I have. It's not a good Robocop movie. That much is very clear. The original is superior in many different ways. But just fundamentally, the only thing that really stands out here is the fact they do a different take on the story. I can I can be thankful of the fact it's not a shameless remake by just copying the same story point for point. Yeah, it's not super derivative. I'll give it that. Everything I, else, I like the different take I like the different idea that they were going for. I truthfully kinda wish that they had the willingness to have the same bite the original did. Because that's that's the thing that the original movie has and this one does not. It has bite to it. Yeah, it, you. It, Detroit feels like a nasty, shitty place you don't want to go the to. The corporate goons are terrible, mean pe- people, vapid, vain, idiots. Mostly you, high on coke. A lot of cocaine. This movie plays it safe. This movie plays it safe in every sense of the word, and I understand the reasoning behind that. They want to make more of these movies. I don't know if they should, to be perfectly honest, but it's debatable whether or not they will. The point of it is... RoboCop is a film, it's not bad, it's just that it's not terribly great either. It certainly wasn't the train wreck I expected it to be, but it does not hold a candle to the original. I can never say it will. And if you have to choose between them, watch the original. As it stands though, I don't think this was the excruciating boredom that you did. I did find things that I liked in the movie. It's just that overall, it's harder to recommend because of that. So... In rating it, I can really only go a six. And I think that's a... Uh, I'll admit that might be being more generous than I normally would be in this situation. Because I'm normally the guy that's just like, oh, I see the good in it. You guys have actually really kind of... I don't want to say soured it, but you've, you've, expl- you've seen some things, you've explained some things that have really swayed me in that regard. Maybe Jay will join you. Maybe. Okay. Above the border. Okay, so a couple points. This movie had no major antagonist. Um, it has someone that eventually becomes the antagonist, but it only feels like he's playing. But even then, it, it's, it's like a baton race from one antagonist to the other. Yeah, because yeah, there was the drug dealer, then it was the. Uh, what, I, the what I mean is, there's no clear cut villain. No. Yeah. We don't know who the bad guy is going to be. There's next. no uh, Joker for our Batman. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to judge this fairly, I have, you know, subjectively, as a rule cop movie, this is what I would do I would take the money I would have spent on the movie ticket. And go to Best Buy and buy RoboCop on Blu-ray. It's only $9.99 at Best Buy. Enjoy that. If you're going to see Constable Robot kick some butt, I'll give this a 6. Because the movies are so different, I would say this is its own movie that has... You, you can't... Like I said before, you can't compare 87 to 2014 subjectively. No. I we I'll admit, we all enjoyed 87 better than this one. As a standalone, it wasn't a terrible movie. It wasn't bad, but that doesn't necessarily make it good. If the studio's idea to make this movie as a way to kickstart a new series of movies, three days in, Rotten Tomatoes only gave it 50%. Hmm. They're Uh, very clearly divided. Well, the reviews for this, some people really liked it. Some people hated it. Everything Obviously, is, as we can just, just the four of us. Everything yeah. about this is basically split down the middle mm-hmm. when it comes to, it's a love it or hate it kind of film, just from everything. No, it, it's it's a, mm, or, mm. 
There's no love. Quotations around love. Yeah. Or hate. I'll be very interested to see the, the, the box office returns on Sunday. Give it a to be fair, time. it's not a great time of year either for movies. We got to be honest with that. It is February. The weather is nasty. January, nasty. February is not or mm-hmm. not movie making blockbuster months. And no. its first weekend was Valentine's Day weekend, and it is a long weekend in where we live. Yes. Yeah. So it's good. And it originally came out on Wednesday, which is a weird time to come out. Especially with you know what it's going up against this week, like the Lego Movie, that yeah, Honey Man, Man. That's like the two. Yeah, that, that yeah. we almost got trampled as people were leaving the Lego Movie. They all looked like they had a good time. Yeah, maybe we'll have to go see that next time. Uh, so, <laughs> so apparently we do have to go see the Lego Movie then. So, yes. Speaking That'd back be to fun, that might be fun. Maybe we'll have fun next time. Anyway, uh, first time. This will be the three guys podcast signing out as we start talking about the Lego Movie that we want to see. Say oh, goodnight, oh, oh, no rapist got shot in the dick in this one. That's true. There yeah. Was, there was no dick shooting. But again, Robocop wasn't using real bullets on his robots. A rapist so. got shot, though, in this movie. Yes. He just didn't get shot in the, the dick. The guy in the crowd? Oh, yeah. yeah. Why couldn't they have said that guy was planted by OCP? Maybe he is. Maybe that's something to do in the sequel. Ooh. Ooh. No, because people are stupid. Let's sign <laughs> out. <laughs> Don't give them ideas. I'm smarter than this movie. Yeah. I should hope so. You're this, not yes. a movie. Yeah. This was Robocop for dumb people. Yeah, you know, I'll give you that. Yeah. I like colors. So if you not like quite this, that bad. So but. if you like this movie, we just insulted all of you, apparently. I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. But Good. This is the Three Guys Podcast standing out. Jay, thanks for being around again. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Have a good night, folks. Later. Bye.